prepare to put on your tinfoil hats. How's it going, guys? Welcome to the show tonight. I've got a really interesting guest to have on. Ben's going to be on with us. He's going to tell us about this really crazy story that he had out in the middle of the California desert. You guys are going to love this. Unfortunately, Dane's still out of town. Uh, he comes back tomorrow, thankfully. So this should hopefully be the last episode where I'm running the show by myself. But uh, hope you guys enjoy. How's it going, dude? Welcome to the show. Thanks for uh, thanks for joining me. Hey, glad to be here. Yeah, man. Thanks. For sure. Anytime. Uh, so we've got a pretty interesting story to go over tonight. Um, you've mentioned to me that you're a pretty rational guy on this kind of stuff, but um, I'd love to hear your take on it. Just tell us what happened and uh, why don't you start off with where this happened and uh, tell your story. Well, uh, this happened a few years back, I guess several years back now. Um, I, I used to work like all the time. I was like just uh, in college and working three jobs and I just overdone it and I was like uh, you know what I'm just gonna take a break for like two weeks and take a random road trip across country so uh, I, w I did I went with my partner at the time and she and I uh, wanted to go to the west coast to see the Pacific Ocean so we left uh, where we lived on the East Coast. Very cool. Um, yeah, so it was uh, one of those back roads, uh, Route 66 trips. I didn't uh, didn't go on any major highways, so that was kind of cool. Yeah, for sure, man. It's really cool to get out there and see some new stuff, and you know, it's always a fun trip. Yeah, and this particular. Uh, event i guess uh, it happened I, I had to look it up because I, I couldn't remember the exact area but it was in in the mojave uh and it was in california and um i found out about this location because i stopped at the mojave national preserve visitor center and they had given me a few tips um in my in my travels, I learned that a lot of older people, uh, like seniors who were just hanging out in places like that, little rundown shops and stuff, they often had some of the best uh, tips and secret places to kind of tell me where to go. And I've always liked that sort of thing. So I'm, I met an 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 old ranger at that um, visitor center and at the National Mojave Visitor Center and. He told me about this place way out in the desert where no one goes. Okay. Uh, so that that's where uh, we headed out that day. Very cool. Some so like a local guide kind of thing. You asked somebody for uh, some cool spots to go, and you just just rolled with it. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Cool. So where'd you go? Where where was this place? What was uh, so special about it? Well, uh, until until that trip, I had never really known what petroglyphs are. And a ranger I met explained it to me and said, well, petroglyphs are these ancient cave paintings. They're not carvings. They're painted on rock. And uh, some of them are thousands of years old, and they still exist uh, out in the middle of America. Um, just like he explained, there were volcanoes out there in the desert in America, which I also never knew, uh, you know, extinct volcanoes. So I thought that sounded totally badass, and I wanted to go check it out. Um, so we took his directions, and 
I think we had to go about two hours out into the desert, over a hundred miles from any building or city, at, you know, at, at the location. But um, that's pretty remote, man. That's pretty far out there. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, really, really far out there, and it, it was. Uh, there weren't many people either. There was in in the whole day I saw probably less than ten cars uh being out there. Which wow. Kind of blew my mind a little bit. Yeah, man, for sure. That's that's I mean, I don't imagine why anybody would even be out that far. That's that's pretty ways out there. Did you find what you were looking for though, at least? Did you find the petroglyphs? Uh yeah, eventually eventually. Uh, it was pretty cool. There, there are actually extinct volcanoes out there, and you can walk off into the desert and and climb on uh, old lava, which is pretty cool. Um, the the event, I guess, for that I'm sharing here, it happened um, before I actually found the petroglyphs. It was on the way in, and it was after about uh, probably 45, 50 minutes of driving into the desert. So you know, maybe six, you know, 60 miles into the desert with nothing around. Um, and I saw some uh, sand dunes in the distance and most of the landscape there is just completely flat in every direction for miles and miles. Uh, just a little bit of scrub brush. There's no trees, just brush that might be a foot tall, you know, um, yeah, so it's pretty pretty arid region. There's not much out there for out there to see other than a bunch of sand. Right, right, and you know the sand dunes in the distance like just jumped out of the flat horizon, which I thought was pretty cool. So, um, as soon as we saw that, uh, we parked on the side of the road and got out, and we're taking pictures of the sand dunes, zooming in and all that. Um, we did that for probably about ten minutes. Very cool. So you got some got some cool sand dune photos. Then, uh, then what happened next? Um, well, uh, after that got, <laughs> got kind of boring. After a few minutes, we got back in the car, and the whole time we were outside of the car, you know, no vehicles had went by. Um, but I got back in and started to pull forward, and I'd only gone maybe two or three hundred meters, and I looked back in the rearview mirror and noticed something on the side of the road. Um, as I watched, I, I kind of slowed down quickly and I saw this black shape kind of moving off the road and then it came up onto the shoulder where we had just been parked a minute before. Interesting. So I came, yeah, yeah, it seemed a little strange to see anything moving out there, you know? Yeah, um, for sure. I, I, I hard to imagine you'd see anything unless there was like another another car out that far yeah yeah and after like 20 seconds or so i realized it was some some person walking up out of the desert and up onto the road so that struck me as really strange there was right a, off there was a guy out there yeah in in the middle of nowhere in the middle of nowhere yeah and he he just walked out of the out of the desert right by where we had just been parked. No car, no nothing. 
No, no, there was nothing around. And his appearance was kind of bizarre as well. Well, how so? What was what was so off-putting about it? Well, um, it, that's part of the reason it took me a minute to realize, like, that it was a person, I guess, because uh, he was wearing all black. He was wearing, um, and this is the desert, you know, but he's wearing a long sleeve black shirt and long black pants, you know, covering most of his body. And that just struck me as strange, you know, that someone would be in the desert, one, and two, that they'd be wearing something that looked like it would be really uncomfortable out there. Um, Interesting. That's really weird. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking, like, this is really weird. So I stopped the car and thought maybe he's stranded or something and he needs help. And uh, I, I told her that, hey, I'm getting out. I'm going to see what's going on here. And she took her a moment to realize that there was some guy there, too, and she kind of got worried. Um, but I got out and stood in the road, the middle of the road, and, and yelled to him, just cupping my hands over my mouth. Um, did, did he respond to you? No. No, I didn't get a response. He just was kind of standing there. And... After maybe like 20, 30 seconds, um, he walked out into the middle of the road too and turned toward us and put his hands on his hips. You know, kind of that stance where someone's like a elementary school teacher, <laughs> you know, with the yeah, kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's kind of strange. So I, I yelled to him again, you know, do you need some help? And there was no response. How close were you to him? I was probably about, you know, uh, 300 meters away. That's probably about, you know, three football fields. Yeah, that's a ways away. I wonder what a guy's doing all the way out there. Yeah, yeah. It, it was really strange because he didn't respond. He just stood there. And then as I watched, the wind was picking up a little bit. And I saw he had long black hair that went looked like it went most of the way to his waist it was like really long what I thought, yeah i thought like maybe maybe he's a native american his, his hair is really really long mm -hmm. yeah maybe you know um so everything about it felt really off you know the whole situation um so after like a minute i i didn't know what to do so i got back in the car and I, I told uh, I told her that, hey, I'm going to turn the car around and drive by and see if this guy needs help because this is really weird. And she got really uh, nervous and upset and told me she had a really terrible feeling. And uh, she started crying and was begging me not to do that. Yeah, man, that, so, that freaked me out too, man. If there's a strange guy out in the middle of the desert wearing all black where there's nobody around for, you know, a hundred miles or whatever. Like that's, I don't know, man, I'm getting a weird vibe off that. Yeah. The, the more I stopped and thought about it, I was getting a weird vibe too in the moment, but I was like, I should really make sure this guy is okay though. But, but it was, it was pretty weird. So uh, her and I talked for a minute and since she was so upset, I'm like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna listen to, 
to that and, you know, just not do it. The guy's not responding to us. So I decided to go ahead and pull away. I tried one last time, I think, yelling something to him. Um, I noticed that at that point he had started walking in our direction. Just walking, no, no, no sprinting, no nothing like that. He just kind of walked along the road. Yeah, it looked, he looked really leisurely, like somebody strolling, you know, at the park or something, which was kind of strange. He didn't seem to be moving very fast, just kind of gently plodding along. Um, That's weird. There. That's so weird. Yeah, it's, I, I waited maybe 30 seconds, maybe another minute, and I'm just like, okay, dude, I don't know what this is, but... uh. I'm going to leave you out here in the middle of nowhere with no vehicle. I hope you have water. Like, um, But I got back in, and uh, I started pulling away, but I, I stopped like every 50, 50 meters maybe because I was checking on him, looking back. And this was something that struck me as really weird because it seemed like he was walking – pretty slow you know but like every time i looked back i'm like damn this guy is like he's seems like he's moving pretty quick to be walking so slow but yeah for sure i didn't know if he was like speeding up when we were if he was jogging or something when we were driving but whenever i stopped i noticed that it seemed like he was getting closer no oh, that's really like, weird yeah that's really weird Ugh, that's freaky yeah, so I mean, the whole—I mean, the whole experience probably took like seven or eight minutes. But at that point, I'm like, "Well, I'm—I guess we're just gonna have to drive on because something doesn't feel right, and this is really weird." Um. Yeah, man, that's that's weird, man. Like, I wonder what a guy's doing out there. If it, if it is if it is a dude, I don't I don't know what your opinion is on that yet. We'll get into that, but. Jeez, that's kind of freaky, man. And the part where you, when you would drive away, he would get closer and closer to the vehicle. It seems that's really freaky. Yeah, it was it was kind of freaking me out a little bit. Um, I'm like I'm watching him, and like I saw you know, you see, I guess when someone's closer, it's I was seeing them more through the waves of the heat on the road, and it's like that dude's definitely gotten closer to us. So, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. We ended up driving off and uh, leaving him there. I I asked at another rest stop if like people are out in the middle of nowhere, just hanging out and <laughs> wearing all black. And the people there told me they have never heard of anything like that. Yeah, interesting. That's so weird, man. And like, I know I get that this guy was like god 900 feet away from you but like and you could obviously tell it was a guy and you could see his hair and you could see that it was black but were you were you able to get a visual on like the actual attire that he was wearing well yeah i mean it it was it looked like i couldn't see it like up close because i was still at least a couple hundred meters away but i could see it was like a black cloth shirt like all, all the way to right to his hands I could see like his fingers, you know, um, but his, it looked like black jeans maybe and black boots. All black, um, all black. 
yeah, all black. And here, I mean, the creepiest thing of all, out of all of those things, I really should say is that, you know, seeing him there, it went through my brain right there as I'm standing in the road facing him and he's facing me. We're just looking at each other, but he's right where we had just been parked. And we had just been spinning in circles there for about 10 minutes, you know, snapping photos and, you know, being tourists. And everywhere around us was completely flat for at least two or three miles, you know, in every direction. Right. You would have at least expected to see a car out there with this guy. Yeah. And, and this was this was a big dude. I, I should mention that he, he looked like he was about six foot six maybe six foot wow. seven something like this was a really tall guy and we're out there and we were just in that spot if there was some tall guy walking we would have seen him there's no question oh that's right because i get what you're saying you would have passed him going to where you were going right we we would have passed him if coming in which means that he must have already been out there so the other reasonable thing to consider is we were parked there for a while. So this guy had to be walking up to us without us seeing him somehow, or he was hiding. And out there, the scrub brush is only like a foot tall. So unless he's crawling on his belly, that means he had to be in some sort of a hole in the ground or something. Like, I don't know where he could have been hiding. That's so, so weird, man. That's so weird. Yeah, that kind of freaked me out when I thought about it more and more. But I just don't see how he could have just come out of nowhere like that. Yeah, Even... for sure, for sure. Yeah. God, man, that would that would that would mess me up pretty bad, man. Honestly, like that, I get why why your lady was kind of uh, on the fence there about you know going towards that guy, you know. What's a guy doing all the way out there? And and when you encounter people, you know, whenever, like I've traveled before too and stuff. Like I've been in, a couple years back, I went to Hawaii and like we would go out into like the forested like trail areas and stuff. And you'd see people from time to time way out there. And whenever you would see somebody, you know, even if they were quite a ways away, you'd throw your hand up and wave at them and they'd at least, you know, like acknowledge you there. It sounds like this guy just kind of stood there. Yeah, it was... It just felt really unnatural. It's like if you were somebody out here, you would probably respond. You would raise a hand back or something instead of putting your hands on your hips and just staring at us, you know? Um, was he dirty at all? Could you tell? Was, was he covered in sand or dirt or anything? Or was it just like... No, he, he looked really clean. Like his clothes looked really clean. Like really black, but not dirty. I remember that. That's freaky. Yeah, it was. That I mean, that was the of course the first thing I noticed. You know, like who's this weirdo wearing all black? And it was. It definitely wasn't like brown black. It was black black. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, man. I, I didn't get a really good look at his clothes, you know, but. Anybody going out wearing something that dark, you know, I guess it, it stands out on that landscape. Yeah, for sure. Like, like there's something that I, I guess I should kind of point out. One of the, uh, like, if you go to the Middle East and stuff, you'll notice that a lot of people out there wear very long, 
um, like cloaks almost, you know, full body cloaks. Generally, the reason for that is because it actually, one of, one of the big things when you're in extreme climates is you're supposed to wear, you know, long clothes and you're not supposed to strip down if it gets too hot because the, your clothes will actually absorb your sweat and keep you cooler. Um, but the thing is, though, is when you're doing that, you're supposed to wear lightly colored colored clothes. Otherwise, you're just going to basically become an oven if you're wearing dark colors. Because your uh, whites and blacks actually absorb light differently, and black will retain heat, and white will reflect um, light off of you. Oh, that makes sense. But wearing all black in the middle of nowhere, the long sleeve thing, like, that is weird, especially if it's black. That guy must have been cooking out there, man. Like, if you're wearing black out in the middle of the desert, I actually live in Arizona, so it's like we constantly get, like, 110 out here during the summers. If you wear wow. black, man, it'll kill you. Like, it'll it'll shut you down. But if you wear white, it, you can actually physically feel the difference. So if that guy was supposed to be out there, he was probably wearing the wrong color. So it's even more of a, what are you doing out here, man? There are no buildings or anything, any type of structure within like 100 miles. So it's all of that together just made it just so bizarre. So the rangers, um, rangers said there's nothing out there, just just sand. Sand and bushes. That's what they told us. They said, be sure you gas up, like fill your tank in case something unexpected happens because there's not a gas station, they said, for like 110 miles or something like that. You know, really, really far. That's really far. Jeez. Yeah, this, this was this was way, way out there. Um, I guess it, it used to be like a big Native American area or something, but... Um, you know, there's nothing out there, no civilization whatsoever. Yeah, man, that's crazy sounding. Have you heard of the, um, the black eyed children before? I, I think I read something about that. You've probably heard them. They're, they're a pretty popular thing in like the paranormal world of stories and stuff like that. But basically a lot of the, the accounts of them come from people who are out driving in the middle of nowhere and they'll come across these kids um, they're called the black-eyed kids because generally they'll appear with, like, dark eyes. It's generally they're encountered at night, but people will say that the biggest descriptor of them is the black eyes. And basically the kids will request to get in their car or things along those lines. And the only accounts of, like, people that have actually accepted, you know, the kids coming into the car, they go missing and are never seen again. Um, creepy. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an old creepy uh, thing that people talk about here in the U.S., uh, I think I think the first accounts of those were back in the '60s, if I'm remem remembering my my information correctly. But I, I was I'm wondering like it's really weird for this to be a guy out in the middle of nowhere. But you know, again, this wasn't wasn't like doesn't follow the the standard of the of the black eyed kids. But I wonder, do you think it could have been something similar to that, or do you think this was just some weirdo out in the middle of the desert? I um. Like for me, I've I've thought about that, just because how bizarre it was. Um, I'm I'm really torn because I a lot of I mean, I try to keep an open mind, but uh, I do feel like a lot of things uh, that don't make sense. Like, you know, maybe it exists, but I've never seen anything that. Um, means it has to exist, but. 
if it's a weird person or something like logically it seems like a person wouldn't survive out there dressed that way you know exactly and so you know that crossed my mind that this is really bizarre unless it was someone you know really nefarious who had bad intentions um so yeah I, it's weird honest, like, i really don't know it it definitely didn't feel rational to me it didn't feel normal and uh my partner she was just having a really bad time with it you know but yeah. I'm, I'm not so so scared of things like that mm-hmm. um, but you know unusual things but um after the fact i thought a lot more about it and wondered you know what if it was something really strange or not you know not rational not normal out there it's uh, unsettling to think about yeah man for sure and like i i always give credit like man there's some freaking weirdos out there man but (laughs) like there's there's some like people out there that'll do some weird stuff man but at the same time man like based on what you're telling me man like if this was just a normal dude he should be dead like and and i'm not i don't say that maliciously i mean like i don't think he'd be able to survive out there you know like in those clothes how far out he was unless he had a car nearby or like somewhere to live nearby you know he's not going to survive out there but at the same time why was he doing all that weird stuff when you're trying to talk to him you know trying to get his attention that's even weirder yeah yeah it just you know it when i thought and thought about it it's like it, it just didn't really add up like it it's an old saying it didn't pass the smell test i'm like you know what if this was just some guy out there i don't know that it just seems like they wouldn't respond that way yeah for sure man if it was just a normal guy like you or me but just being weird in the middle of nowhere like still like i don't know man it's it's a tough one man it's really a tough one for me because it's like yeah, absolutely. It could have been just a physical weirdo out there, but at the same time, it's just it doesn't follow any logical, you know, reasons. Like everything along, you know, for you to say this is just a normal dude out there in the desert, like he checked off, he didn't check off any of the boxes. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing about any of it really felt normal. Even the fact he was just so tall, you know, it's like made me feel, you know, uneasy, but everything together was just really, really strange. And I guess, you know, I'm thankful now that I did not actually turn back around and drive by him to ask him if he's okay. It was probably a smart decision to just keep keep moving. Yeah, man, I'm actually, you said he was like 6'6". Six, six. Well, yeah, what, I got out of my car and I, I was, you know, looking at him for maybe a minute to two minutes before I ever yelled out. And that, you know, that was the first two things I noticed is hey, that guy looks really tall and he's, you know, completely clad in black. Um, so, yeah, you know, the first two things you notice are probably <laughs> the two biggest, weirdest things, I guess. But, yeah, just yeah, totally man. weird. Well, also the part that's really freaky about that is, is do you know the, the percentage of how many people are actually that tall? 
it's a huge outlier. Like it's a very small per- I think it's actually less than 1% of the human population is actually that tall. I think it's like 0.2%. I actually should probably fact check myself, but it's a, I know for a fact that it's a very, very small percentage of people that actually meet that height requirement. Yeah. I, with his long hair, I thought at the time, I remember thinking like, well, maybe he's native American. I'm like, I've never met a native American that tall, not even close, but you know, then again, I'm still seeing him from a little bit of a distance. So yeah, but I remember that crossing my mind though. Yeah. I just, I just actually pulled up the statistics on it in the United States, less than 0.2%, 0.16% of the U S population is over six foot six. Wow. That's it's considered an extreme outlier. Wow. I would have thought like 5% or something. Yeah, no, that's like to find somebody that tall. That's, that's, that's an extreme rare case. That's, that's a really tall person. And I mean, even if you were overestimating, still you're still looking at a, at a I, let's 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 assume you over you overestimated here. Let's check the percentile for six foot four inches. Let's calculate mm-hmm. that. That one's uh, just over one percent of the U.S. population, so that's still extreme. Mm-hmm. That's, that's yeah. freaky, man. That's a tall guy. That's a really tall guy, man. Yeah, and I I mean that's one thing you're gonna notice from a distance, I guess, like how lanky someone is. And, uh, but yeah, that, that made me really uncomfortable thinking about, you know, how did he manage to come up on us, like right by where we were without us seeing him for miles, you know, in every direction. So, I mean, that's what makes me think now that he must've been, he must've been like hiding somehow in a hole in the ground or something, but I don't know. It's yeah uncomfortable to think about <laughs> yeah man what uh, some, something that i guess i should kind of ask is did you notice any type of uh disproportionate limbs was were his legs really long were his arms like extremely long anything along those lines or would it just look like a normal dude i mean his his arms look kind of long because he he was like swaying them when he walked mm-hmm. that's what made me think of someone in the park as I was watching because he just looked when he moved like he was slowly swinging his arms back and forth you know but I didn't think much about that at the time mm-hmm. you know just a, a long person with long arms <laughs> just yeah kind of almost like a waddle to to how he was walking you know swinging them but yeah, but yeah I, I do I do remember noticing that. Interesting. Yeah, I really have no explanation for that because uh, that's that's even weirder if he's got some weird body proportions too. Like if his arms are go, you know, when you put your arms down when you're standing up, they're supposed to you know go up towards your thigh. Or did they go? Did they go up lower than his upper upper thigh? Or was it was it kind of just too far to tell? I I'm thinking now. Like I think it was slightly lower than his thigh. But probably only slightly, you know, mm-hmm. a few, maybe a couple inches or something. Weird. But, um, yeah, it was, you know, probably his hands were like near crotch level. Mm-hmm. At the ends of them. So, okay. Yeah, that's 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 reasonable. It doesn't sound too out of the ordinary. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, now if, if that was a regular guy, I really, I really hope he was okay out there. <laughs> yeah, man. But the, but at the same time, man, like, you know, I always say that say to people like, if they ever encounter something weird out there, like, you can only help people that want to be helped. You know, like if that guy really needed some help, he he'd he'd have been waving and you know asking for help. Yeah, I mean, that's the only thing that really makes sense in retrospect. Yeah. So, in the off chance that this guy was was a real dude like you or me, man. I, I guess he's probably okay. He might live in a hole in the ground out there, which is super weird. I don't know what he's doing out there, but uh, could be something unexplained. Could be a normal dude. I really don't know what to tell you, man. That's that's a tough one. I mean, if you would have been able to get closer to him, you might have a better idea. But you know, again, like there's just there's a lot of check you know check mark boxes that really put up some weird flags there. Yeah, yeah. One of my friends was like, maybe it was like some weird, you know meth lab in the desert or something i'm like uh, i don't know man but yeah um, man that's weird yeah it's uh it's pretty bizarre i guess but maybe next time i am passing through there i might get out at the same spot and just look around i don't know yeah man for sure if you ever go back out there man you know don't be afraid to stop and kind of kind of do a little investigation out there you know like see if you missed something see if you missed a little house or something out there you know you never know yeah, I mean, I'll definitely next time I go, I'll take more pictures of the random desert around. But I, I we we were there ten minutes. I looked around. There there were no structures anywhere that I could see. But yeah, yeah, for sure, man. That's I mean, still still a weird know. one. You never know, but still, like, that's just so weird. It just still it still bothers me the whole part where you like. That's just the biggest thing is that you drove. You would have had to drive past this guy, and then he ended up behind you, and you never saw him. Yeah, yeah. It, None of it makes real real sense, you know? Yeah. Because after that, I definitely looked for a car on the side of the road. Yeah. I mean, he... I, there was none before us, of course, because I probably would have stopped to make sure the people were all right. But, um, yeah, I didn't see any, any cars on the side of the road at all. That's a bizarre one, man. Well, I guess I kind of want to want to ask you this question here. You know, a lot of people tell me that after they come on that, you know, even if it if it's explained, if it's unexplained, if they still don't really have any better idea of what they saw, you know, you, you, you challenged the unknown. You came on and talked to me about it. How do you feel? Do you feel better about it? Do you still left with a bunch of questions, you know, tell me how you feel. Um, I guess just hearing kind of you reflecting on it, I feel a little, maybe a little more uneasy, even <laughs> just thinking about the weirdness of it and how it just didn't really line up, you know, that, Maybe I maybe I avoided a potentially bad situation, you know. But uh, whatever the case, I'm you know I'm kind of glad I didn't go back and talk to him. Uh, I guess after being on here, I, I think I'll probably be thinking about it a little more a little more than I usually do <laughs> for the next few days. Yeah, man, for sure. And once this once this episode goes live, too, man, I have a lot of people that will actually reach out to me and tell me that they've experienced similar things when they, you know, talk about this stuff. So, and our podcast is growing super fast, man. I'm getting about a hundred new followers a day right now. So, um, yeah, it's it's doing really. We're doing way better than I ever could have thought that we were. So, you know, I'm really, you know, you never know. Maybe in uh maybe in a couple months or so, when our following really really starts to kick off, that uh. Maybe somebody will come forward and say, hey, I listened to episode whatever number this one's going to be, and 
and say, hey, I saw something out, out in the California desert too. I saw a long, tall man in the middle of nowhere, or I've experienced something out in Ohio. Like, you know, you never know. I've, I've had people say that they've experienced similar things to what people talk about on the show. So, you know, who knows, maybe we'll get some answers uh, through, through talking to some other people. Yeah, that would, that'd be interesting to hear other people's experiences on anything similar. Yeah, yeah, man, for sure. But uh, I think we should probably wrap this one up. We're sitting at about half an hour right now. But uh, I really appreciate you coming on, man. Yeah, uh, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, man, anytime. You're welcome on anytime. If you ever see another tall man in the desert, you know, <laughs> you, you, you give me a call. You, you're going to have access to, to our Discord if, you, if there's any follow-up information or you want any updates or just want you want to chat with us. You're welcome anytime. <laughs>